Hi, I'm Ernest Lewis and I'm the host of this ST Sports Podcast Special. I'm here at Farrah Park, which is being slated for redevelopment. It was in the news recently and it caused quite a ruffle in the sports fraternity as well as the wider population. It's one of those uh, traditional historic places in Singapore sports. It has a soul that is very hard to find elsewhere, especially in our young nation. And I'm with uh, Mr. Ang Ping Siong. He runs the APS Swim School over here at the Fair Park Swimming Pool, Swimming Legend. And we've got two new swimming legends as well with us, modern day legends, uh, Yip Pin Siu and Teresa Go. So welcome, folks. Hello. Hello. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. How, how does it feel to be um, recording this podcast here as in, in your sort of like your second home, right? You were saying, so Pin Siu, tell me. You know, what's your favourite memory of this place? I've been training here for the last 14 years. Um, I was training for Beijing in London um, here and most of my teenage life was just spent in the pool. If, if I was not in school, if I was not at home, I would be at Farrah Park. But maybe not all the time swimming. <laughs> Some of the time I'm taking naps before training. Um, yeah, but it, it's, a, it's a big part of my swimming career and a big part of my growing up. Mm. So... And Teresa, what about you? I mean, what's your favourite memory from Farrah Park? I have a lot of favourite memories of Farrah Park. I think, like Ping Siu, it is my second home, basically. I've trained here more than anywhere else in my life. Yep. And it, uh, I've been training here also since since we moved here to 2004. In 2004. It was, I guess, the start of the the rest of the things to come. Mm. Uh. We were, we, I remember being very excited coming into this new yeah. place. Uh, the facilities were like, we, we didn't really have a gym before. It was mm. all Vasa trainers. Yeah. yeah, but it was just the whole team coming together. I remember having like some sit-up competition oh, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. the past. And I mean, it just, everything feels more grounded mm. yeah. and you don't feel like everything is just uh, unattainable. You know, you feel like everything is within your reach. You mm. have uh you work hard, you have fun, and mm. and it really feels like a family here. Mm. So it it is it's a it's a place where you don't feel like yeah it doesn't look like your typical idea of a modern sports excellence yeah. center, but there's something about it that it has, is different, right? It has heart, you know, and I think um, in a lot of cases that is more important than looking good or mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm. you know, and I mean it is it's. It's, it's, it's always going to be that one place where uh, I'm going to come back to it and feel like uh, immediately feel at home. Oh no, you're making me feel so sad. I think it's <laughs> finally sinking in. Is it not sinking in when you're talking it, about it? It wasn't sinking in yet. I was like, there's still hope. But uh, now it's sinking no, in. No, I mean, it's just like, yeah, I mean, it really feels like sinking uh-huh. <laughs> <Bruh>. <laughs> Oh no. What have we done, Peng Xiong? Oh, what can we do? How about you? I mean, well, your, your best memory of the old days. I mean, your I mean, dad, you know. Yeah, um, I'm 56. So this is like um, uh, home since birth. Since we've we been running the place, uh, we've seen this place as a watering hole for many of the sports coming back. We took over the place. It was actually quite quiet. Um, and then you start seeing people coming back to the tennis courts. You see uh, people playing frisbees, and now you have you know foreign workers playing uh, cricket. Um, you have your 
uh, rugby players, you know, soccer players coming back. Because uh, one of the comments on the Straits Times uh, Facebook page, um, they, they bemoan the loss, the potential loss of Farrah Park because, you know, each city has its green lungs. You yes, know? yes, yeah. yes. In the centre, city centre. Yeah. And, and like, a lot of, it's, well, it's also very like, uh, it's a it's kind of space away from the city. Mm. Um, like whenever we go, or sometimes I take like a, a transport here and the yeah. driver will be like, oh, what? There's something here. It's like, it's just so, it's a quiet yeah. space away from okay. the noisy like city life. In a, yeah. You know, and I feel like it's, it's it'll be a huge loss. La. Okay, talk about numbers. Yep. Uh, the value of the land that this is on. Yeah, what's been reported, uh, it says uh, there's a possibility cost you know to value it as two billion dollars. And if you look at um, the long history of uh, Farrow Park, um, would that two billion two billion dollars uh, cover and uh, recreate? Uh, a sporting culture uh, that we already have and do we really need to um, take everything off Farapak to redevelop yeah you know if uh, you know we can keep some part of Farapak and to retain its uh, uh, well, sporting heritage in, in fact in Singapore we are conserving buildings Yes. And uh, yeah, that's for future generation to really appreciate the uh, architectural value of the place. Mm-hmm. But in sports, where's our history? Mm. You know, yes, we do have a sports museum um, at the you know New- national stadium. But again, um, Farrow Park itself has its own history, and how do we salvage that? How we, can we share that sporting history with the future generation of uh, Singaporeans and inspiring the future generation of Singaporeans? What about your place here? How many students, uh, well, how many people do you have on an okay. average month, a year? If you look at it, it's like a watering hole. Okay? Mm. Um, you, you get about 1,000 of us students coming through this facility, learning um, a survival skill. You have a, a, a program for diving, learn to play diving, which is very rare in Singapore, and then synchronized swimming also, which is very rare in Singapore. And Farrah Park has the depth uh, mm. to allow these two sports to survive. Yeah. Um, otherwise, your traditional pool will be too shallow, and we cannot have that kind of program. Mm. So you're looking at a uh, thousand over students uh, a month uh, just to learn the skills and I think that the numbers can grow to uh, 3,000 for the, the uh, swimming pool itself. So you're not only concentrating on a community aspect. Mm. You've also, I mean, in the past decade, as you've proven with Teresa and Pinsio, you've had that sporting excellence aspect to it also over here. I, right? I think that is something about Farrow Park that has that ability to inspire mm. um, uh, that level of excellence in sports um, for the passion of it yeah. and uh, I think if you look at Fundy, myself and uh, many of the, the former athletes, we didn't have any uh, form of support but for the love of the sport we did it and mm. we excelled and likewise uh, with Ping Siu and, and Teresa 
uh, they've excelled, uh, and they have uh, made a difference to the uh, disabled community. I mean, now we have um, a bigger awareness about um, accessibilities on public transport and, oh, yes. and buildings. You know, so history in the making um, through, again, the spirit of Feral Park. And I think recently with uh, Do Wei Song uh, winning the bronze medal, and that is just the beginning. The Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Right? So that's the latest stuff from this yeah, area. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I think this place is easily accessible uh, for um, wheelchair bound uh, athletes. Um, I mean, it can be a lot better, but I think once you drop off at the, the, the road, uh, it's only just a you know, stroll into the yeah. gate. Yeah. And right, right straight into the well, pool. I love so the it's a tree. slight warm up into the <laughs> pool. <laughs> Dryland training. And, yeah. the, and the tree that's at the roundabout, oh, Dola Kasim, yeah. Yeah. the late Dola yeah. Kasim, used yeah. to tell me that has been there forever. I mean, yes. for as long and, as when and it was a boy. If you look at the palm trees here yeah. uh, since the 50s, it's yeah. been there since the 50s when the pool was built. We've got to take a picture together there. Yeah. 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 So, it, it, again, there are many stories uh, to tell. And I think what uh, my wife uh, mentioned earlier on, uh, this is Mother Earth uh, of Singapore sports. Mm-hmm. You know, the birth of uh, Singapore sports. So, how, how can we uh, preserve it? Mm. Okay, from Mother Earth, Mother Hen analogies, <laughs> what about the chicks, the two of you, uh, uh, Pinsu and Teresa? Uh-huh. How to turn this place around? Because to me, um, as a journalist, all the only thing concrete I've seen is the bus stands mm-hmm. that have been built here. You know, what do you guys think? I mean, Pinsu and Teresa, maybe starting with Pinsu first. Do you think more mm-hmm. ideas are possible? Tell us what are what do you think are more ideas that are possible for this area? I feel like this area is actually really, really good the way it is. Like it, you may think that not a lot of people fully utilize it, but Honestly, the, the fields are always busy on the weekends. I just saw a boxing match um, at the ring two weeks ago. Um, today morning, I bumped into Sarah Pang, a tennis player, just did before it? I came here. Yeah, I did. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, she's playing tennis there now, so it is really utilised. <laughs> yeah, and, and so it, it came as a shock that um, when, when I heard the news. Yeah. Because we thought, I, I thought I was going to be swimming here for a really long time. That's interesting. I mean, it's it's not just about just meeting people only in your own sports. Mm. You guys get to meet people, and you get to know more people. It's an ecosystem of different sports here because it's also close together. And I think um, over the years, like you see an increase in 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 number of people around the area because the 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 courts were re they were. um, um, Surface. Yeah. <laughs> so when it was done, like you see more players, and then yeah. in the boxing ring, you see yeah. a lot of people. Like you see your boxers jogging around the pool, around mm-hmm. the whole compound, and then you have the pool and uh, the people in it. You know, I think there is that 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 soul and that memory that's mm-hmm. going to be there, and there's only so much a museum can conserve and preserve, mm-hmm. I guess. You know, and it's different when you actually preserve the space mm-hmm. rather and than the memory. You guys, because you all meet different people from different sports here, is there that potential that, yes, as you as you mature and get older, yeah, you all could be the next generation of the sports leaders, you know, the sports fraternity leaders. And by getting to know each other from a young age, 
this is the start of those bonds, right? When you are actually running Singapore sports in Definitely, the future. Definitely, yeah. Is um, that possible? It, it is. Like, we, we do have a lot of um, friends with, with the athletes from other sports. And I think it's important for this kind of integration where it's not just um, para-athletes uh, know the para-athletes and then um, everybody athletes know everybody athletes. It's a good integration because at the end of the day, sports is sports. And it's good to know everybody to, to be able to eventually work together. Ever since the news uh, kicked in, and of course it's finally sunk in with Prince Hugh now. <laughs> Tell me, you have some news for us uh, with regards to this place. You have a Well, a you plan. know, um, I, I think uh, some of the parents that have been um, coming to this place uh, you know, with their kids, um, and uh, they have uh, felt an attachment to the, the venue, uh, and again, you know, these are some of your promising young uh, swimmers who would uh, don the Singapore colours in the future. Um, they they want to um, uh, get uh, at least a thousand signatories uh, before going to see the relevant authorities and see what uh, can we um, salvage uh, in terms of saving uh, some of the sporting heritage in Farrah Park. Mm. Uh, so that the future generation of uh, Singaporeans can appreciate the history uh, that has been made here. So, uh, can I ask you guys uh, why you think, if you can sum up very briefly, why you think Farrah Park should be saved and why more Singaporeans should join this uh, new petition and rallying call that Peng Siong has mentioned about? Yeah, Peng Siong, can we start with, yep. start with you? As a Singaporean, I feel really strongly for this cause because we are a really young nation and we don't... And, and, but this, the, the country is so new, we are building something every other year. I don't want to see this uh, piece of land, this piece with so much heritage, so much history get um, taken away just for something newer, something that we already have all over the place. So I think it's important for Singapore to still hold on to this, hold on to this piece of history so that our future generations do know that um, this is all a part of a lot a part of a lot of athletes' stories and and it's it's an important piece of information to have. Yeah. Theresa, what about you? Yeah, I mean building on that point, I, I believe that if we are pulling out the roots of memories every other year, then you're just gonna have a empty plot of land all the time mm. uh, and I think we, it's really important to preserve more than just a memory because there's only so much that I think a, a, a museum can uh, hold you know it will not hold enough I think and that's why I think it's important to preserve more than just the memory and preserve the space itself Thanks, so. well I see this place as uh, a fire that is uh, burning with the spirit of Farrah Park and his spot, spotting history. And if we're going to put out that fire, I think it will take many, many years or many generations to rebuild that fire. Um, because you have seen and read about the many achievements and the spotting successes uh, that um, kind of uh, sprouted from uh, Farrah Park. And I don't think there are any other places in Singapore that has that kind of fire. Um, and I think that is worth uh, saving and uh, for the future generation of Singaporeans. 
I mean, they can redevelop the place, but keep that sporting uh, uh, culture uh, of Farrah Park. Uh, save some part of it for um, you know for us to remind our generations that hey this is where um, we have seen sporting excellence and mm-hmm. this is to inspire the future generation of Singaporeans Thanks for that, everyone. And that is a wrap for this episode of the SD Sports Podcast Special on Farrah Park. And uh, thank you, Ping Xiong, and thank you, Pin Siu. Thank, thank you, you, Theresa. Now, if you feel that you believe in the fire that Farrah Park has to offer and, and can continue to offer Singapore, do write to us at podcast at sph.com.sg. Do check out our other podcast series on the Straits Times as well as the Business Times and do try and tune in to the next sports podcast special. Bye.